the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jacobin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And welcome to Wednesday. It's a short week. Tomorrow will be our last show of the week. Uh, we are closed on Friday and Monday. We'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, but don't worry, you can go out to allamericangold.com 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Hit that shopping cart button uh, and order all your hard asset needs anytime, day or night. Uh, I'm joined with my partner Jason Walker as always. And guys, I got exciting news. So yesterday we had uh, our YouTube test. It went extremely well. Uh, we made a few changes, uh, made some things better. Today we are hopeful to have our first uh, YouTube video uh, put up online. And I know that we, we haven't been posting YouTube videos or our, our YouTube shows for the last week or so. Ramon uh, had triple bypass surgery. Things are going well. Keep them in your prayers same thing with the website. All those articles, we'll get those updated. I'm, I'm really, I'm really confident uh, that when we come back next Tuesday, uh, we'll have that back to to normal as well. And let's not forget next week, another short week because of the New Year's. Uh, so we'll be closed Friday, Monday, and then we'll be here Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then close Friday, Monday again, and then we'll kind of get back into uh, normal, normal hours, normal business. Uh, but Jason, pretty excited about the YouTube. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think there's a, we'll, we'll start slow and it just, you just, just need to function to begin with. Uh, Joe and I That's this right. morning still trying to figure it out. And then uh, once we're functioning, you know, I'll uh, dress up my backgrounds a little bit. I'm, I'm sure Joe, uh, who's not worried about uh, the place he's been sitting for years broadcasting, he may want to change his backgrounds. We'll make it look cool and and uh, then, you know, you, you know the, the sky's the limit. There's all kinds of things we can add on and, and uh, hopefully more shows. We can do the Half-Empty Cup of Joe in the future. we got to still have a few other hurdles, but uh, it's going to be a building process. You a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff, and, and it's kind of interesting because Jason and I can see each other now, uh, which, you know, you think about, gosh, we've been doing this show together uh, for over four years, you know, what, four and a half years and outside of the few times that when I'm in Colorado we never even see each other so uh it, it's kind of kind of neat we can actually uh, communicate with each other uh we're, we're learning as Jason said uh and having to move stuff around and uh but we're gonna get it by we're gonna have a lot of fun with it too and we'll do some cool stuff for all of our listeners out there as well uh but as we wrap up uh 2022 what a year it has been uh before i forget in case i forget tomorrow merry christmas to everybody uh and and i hope you just have a, a wonderful holiday uh we've got uh my mom and my son uh my older son joey they're flying in today uh trying to beat the the bomb cyclone as they like to call it yeah it's called winter 
Uh, we've had it a lot of years. It, it's funny, we've had winter, as far as I know, uh, you know, for thousands of years, but this is what they, they love to, to give it bomb cyclones and all this stuff. Now I know this. Let, let's not kid around. It, it can be dangerous. Colorado is going to have extremely cold temperatures tomorrow, uh, and especially when that wind gust. And same thing, you know, Joey, uh, my, my oldest son, you guys hear Joey on the show all the time. He, he lives in Chicago, so uh, they're expecting winds, you know, 50, 60, maybe even 70 miles an hour. And when you're, when you're below freezing as a temperature and then you throw a wind like that, Jason, you can have wind chills like negative 50 degrees out there. Yeah, I, I don't even know uh, Wyoming, Montana, north of South Dakota. I don't, I don't even know how cold it's going to be up there because I'm just paying attention to Colorado. But uh, the last thing I saw, negative 2 is going to be the high tomorrow, and then negative 16 to negative 20 could be the low. Uh, and a couple of weather forecasters are saying that uh, this could be record wind chill, you know, negative 50, negative 55 in the Denver area and, and on the the Eastern Plains, I guess it's going to be really bad. And of course, you know, I was talking to Joe this morning. He's like, you know, they're going to throw all that mag chloride stuff down. It's going to melt the snow. What little, it's supposed to be this really light, dry snow. They probably should just plow the roads, and not put that mag chloride down, but they're going to put that down. It's going to melt and immediately freeze. And then you're going to see cars all over in the ditches. So if you're driving around yeah, and stuff Jason, tomorrow, guys, be careful. Yeah. Jason saying that the Colorado highways are going to look like a bad NASCAR race, wrecks everywhere. Uh, so be careful out there. You know what? And I just think about, uh, I think about the guys out there, right? because uh, we're procrastinators, we hate shopping, and I, you know, I, I'm generalizing, I am a procrastinator, I hate shopping, so it, it's going to be tough, uh, here it is, right before Christmas, you got to get that, that those, those couple last minute gifts, be careful out there, if you can, get it done today, because it sounds like it's going to be pretty nasty uh, all the way up going to Christmas. Here in Arizona, I, you know, I, I the other day I, I was talking about, oh, it's so cold. We turned the heat on in the office. It's going to be a high, I think, of <laughs> 70 on Christmas Day, Jason. Well, and think of this. So a lot of people are just going to avoid going out on Thursday. And then, uh, like I've said uh, on this show before, Joe, I think there's going to be a lot of very late shoppers. They can't afford to buy their presents until that Friday paycheck drops. So you know, no one's shopping Thursday. A lot of people are going to avoid it because of the temperatures. And then what? They get they get their paycheck dropped on Friday. There's you know Christmas is two days away. I can't imagine what the shop is going to look like on Friday in Colorado, Joe. Yeah, that's you know what? Those are things I try to avoid. Those like the plague. Listen, when we get back, we got to talk. We got an update on housing. Uh, even slower than they thought, and they knew it was going to be bad. We we also got an update on on oil. You know, we 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 heard the administration said they were going to start filling the reserve again. Come to find out, they're still pulling oil out, and this week it wasn't enough. We'll talk about that and a whole bunch more. Stay with us, Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. Welcome back, Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, the Dow is up 560 points. Uh, the first update here in a while. Uh, Nike said, hey, you know what? We lowered our price. We got rid of some inventory. FedEx said, hey, things aren't great, so we're going to cut another billion dollars. So more job cuts coming to FedEx. Apparently, that makes Wall Street happy today. I, I don't know. I just probably just... Some buy because they, 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 the 
The market's been down for so many days in a row. Gold and silver are flat. So gold, uh, 1817, silver, uh, 2405 right now. Uh, this market recap brought to you by Y Refi. Uh, tomorrow on the half empty cup, Jason and I will dive into Y Refi for about 10 minutes, give you some more, uh, of it. Uh, things are going very, very well. I just had them, uh, in my studios yesterday. They're really elated. We got some great things coming right now. As you know, you need 50,000 is the minimum. And you have to be an accredited investor, which means, you know, you gotta be a millionaire on paper. Uh, in the next 30 days or so, I, I've been talking with these guys. They've been working on this. Uh, they're going to open it up to everybody. Because I said, listen, i got tons of people that are really good at saving their money. They may not be millionaires on paper, but they've got 50000 Why shouldn't they be able to get great returns that aren't tied to Wall Street? I mean, this is what it's all about. I think that's going to happen, Jason. I'm really excited uh, that a lot more people are going to get the opportunity uh, to, to do the greater good. And, and uh, tomorrow, me and you will break down how it all works for them. But check them out. Invest. Yrefi.com. That's the word invest. The letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com or 888-Y-REFI-24. Jason, we got home existing home sale numbers out this morning. They were expecting it to be bad. It came in worse than expected, down 7.7% month over month. So this is the 10th straight monthly decline, uh, the largest year over year drop since Lehman Brothers collapsed. Uh, the longest streak of sales declines going back to 1999. Uh, and I don't know that there was anything interesting there. My guess is that's probably uh, when they made some changes and started uh, collecting data the new way. But the, this, the 10th straight month of declines, here was the thing now, 4 million which uh, that's the annualized rate, and, and I got the feeling, obviously, in December, uh, we're going to break that, go below $4 million. Uh, that That's just a huge drop. Uh, sales now down 36%, but one of the big areas, the West, down almost 50%. Here's the kicker, though. Uh, home prices were still up. Year over year, uh, but the, the price now uh, much smaller, up about three and a half percent. The average sale now uh, three hundred and seventy thousand uh, dollars. Supply is starting to tick up. One point uh, one million supply. They're saying that's about a three point three month. Uh, so the inventory level still not huge, but Jason, all these numbers are, are all trending in the wrong direction. Yeah, I saw a, uh, a report last night uh, in Buena Vista. I think it's a mountain town here in Colorado. So, uh, somebody bought an apartment building. And, and I was looking at it, like one of those 10 plexes, maybe 12 plexes. You know, it's an older building. But uh, the new owners uh, basically just doubled the rent, just doubled the rent and said, well, if you can't handle it, please leave. <laughs> and they did all this during the Christmas holiday. I mean, that's how tight things huh. are getting, Joe. They, they know that they can get double rent. They bought the building. They didn't do anything illegal, but – you know, uh, it's 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 a sign of what's getting ready to happen. Somebody bought the building; they want to invest. They know rents are going up. I think the the rent, the old rent, was nine fifty for these apartments. Now it's eighteen hundred, and they said just just pay it or leave. 
Yeah. They've got a letter. And they're going to get it because uh, 1800 isn't that expensive anymore. Uh, that, that's a big part of the inflation number. And, and, you know, people are talking about rents cooling. Uh, and I, I hear that a lot. I see a lot of, I don't see that. At least, no. I know, Jason, you, you're up there in Denver. You're saying it, it's not there. It's not happening here in Phoenix, uh, either. Uh, gonna be very interesting. But again, remember, this is about the arms and the legs of housing. Uh, you know, you, not only do you have new homes, the existing homes, the mortgage market, the realtors, right? The, all the guys that do the financing behind the scenes. Uh, and, and it's starting to, to see, we saw it in permits yesterday, even the multifamily, which is, let's face it, they're throwing up apartments left and right. Even that saw a huge yep. slowdown there. So it, it's, it's just one of these signs, uh, that again, I, I said it, I actually think in January, don't be surprised if in January we're talking about, uh, like a 50% decline. Because remember, last January and last February, everyone was trying to beat the first Fed rate hikes. I remember that. I remember that, Joey. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, look at how much demand destruction has to happen for this to, to go down the way it's going down. I mean, Buena Vista, that's not, that's not like a happening city or anything. I mean, it's, it's a fairly popular mountain area, but, but uh, you know, I bought, you know, some guy bought the building and doubled the rent. Uh, that's not cooling, Joe. That's not cooling rent. And I think what you'll see is a lot of people moving into renting. I think a lot of home uh, renters and, and homeowners are going to have to move into these apartments. And so apartment rent's not going to cool off, at least not around here, Joe. Yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting uh, how all of this plays out. We keep getting all of this data, all these data points about people moving back in with mom and dad, the multi-generational living, uh, you know, this was something, you know, the United States used to have that, you know, going back into the 1800s, right, when people were, uh, like the Statue of Liberty, right, was, was, and people were flocking into the country, and, and you'd have uh, families living together, you know, my, my mother, as an example, uh, that, you know, it was, it was grandma, her parents, her and her kid, you know, and, and, and her siblings, uh, living together. And it was all of a sudden that was kind of where it ended. And we saw a, a huge decline all the way. And guess what? All the way to 1971. All the way to 1971, where multi-generations living in the same household, when you're talking about adults, it was in the single digits. Right, so if you were over the age of 18, uh, you were essentially outside of the kids that were, you know, maybe coming home on college break. Outside of those kids, less than 10% uh, of adults were living with their parents. Now, Jason, they're talking about this number is, is approaching 25%. And again, it's just to uh, think about this. Right, we, we, we closed the gold window 1971. The central banks have been doing nothing but creating debt and debt and debt and making everything so damn unaffordable. And now, now look at us. We're talking about, hey, one in four adults, I'm talking adults, are now living with their parents or being financially supported by, you know, let's face it, there's some parents out there, hey, you're not living here. Right, I'm willing to, to write the rent check so you don't have to live here anymore. 
It, it's yeah, insane. I saw, I saw that number uh, a couple of weeks ago. I mentioned something uh, similar to that number, and it, it measured from 18 to 30, 35, and then another number was 18 to 55. Uh, if, you, if you go all the way to 55, Joe, the number gets a little bigger. Uh, you have, have grandparents, uh, great-grandparents living with their grandparents, sort of, so to speak. But it's interesting, you know, you, you go back before 1971, you talk about uh, how people stopped living together as much. You know, after the 1970s got up and running, that's when, you know, personal credit cards. You remember, no, people didn't really have credit cards in the 70s or the 60s. Didn't 50s, exist. 60s. Really didn't exist. Credit cards. They got, they got really everybody didn't. into a debt trap, didn't they, Joe? They got everybody in, into all this. Hey, you can move out. Just have some plastic, right? So, so uh, everybody got into the, hey, hey, everyone's doing better. Uh, hey, my sons, my grandsons, they're all doing better. Look, they got their place at 18. Look at this. But, but if it's all on plastic, if it's all alone in a payment, Joe, it was fake. And now look at how we're far down the road. And look, look, it's all this debt is not paying off, is it? Think about this for just a minute. 1971, just the, the median home, okay? Today I told you existing home sales, the median price, $370,000 in change. But let's just call it $370,000. 1971, the median home in a brand new car. And I mean a decent brand new car. Like possibly you know, a Corvette. Okay? 1971, median home and a brand new Corvette. About $30,000 for both. The median home was about 25000 Corvette. Let's call it a decent, you know, five grand, right? 30000 Fast forward to today, 370000 now just, just for the home. Throw the Corvette on there. Let's just call it half a million bucks. We've gone from something that was, was $30,000 in 50 years is now you need half a million dollars. And this is why, it's no shock, why do so many from 18 to 55, and they even broke it down saying 24 to 35. So that's, okay, you're an adult adult, right? You know, 18, 19, my youngest son just turned 20, and, and technically he still lives at home. He's a sophomore in college, right? My 23-year-old son is like a rarity. Not only does he not live at home, I don't pay for nothing. He, he pays his own bills. You know, that, that's, that's hard to come by. And, 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 and this is why. And, and the reason, what's so funny is, is nobody seems to want to point the finger at where it needs to be pointed, which is the central bank. They're the ones that created all this stuff. Before we had a central bank and we were on the gold standard, hey, guess what? Inflation didn't exist. It wasn't even a thing. The only time you had inflation was war. And as soon as the war ended, guess what? Everything went back to the exact same price before the war started. That doesn't happen here anymore. Even if they pretend to get inflation under control, Jason, we know everything just went up a lot more and, and stayed there, okay? It doesn't go back down to where it used to be. We just get used to, well, you know what? Hey, gas, three, four dollars. Just get used to it. That box of cereal, it's half the size and twice the price. Get used to it. That's right, Joe. It's uh, becoming very unaffordable. I, I uh, had a guy who used to trade coins, sell coins back and forth to. Uh, he was a younger guy. Uh, it's been a few years since I've really done any business with him. Um, but uh, he was a go-getter. This guy worked hard. 
And I think, and I could be wrong, 23, 24 years old, he bought his own house. Not married, no kids. Uh, he just, you know, he was he just really gutted it out, really was, was just a hustler. You see a single woman or man buying a house in their twenties. It's 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 like a it's like an oddity. It's 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 people people scratch their heads. It's like how is that even possible? And it's and it used to be Joe that you, you could do something like that in your twenties. You, you know now what you guys you got people with loaded down with college debt, and and then uh, they'll they'll load you up with more debt as long as you can make the debt payments out of college. But it's all college about debt, debt credit card debt. Oh wait, you want a car, auto loan debt, right? Car insurance. It's so incredible. You know, think about it, we're talking about cars. A, a decent car in 1970 was three grand. A huge car loan, huge, brand new car, 36 months was like, okay, wow, baby, we were really stretching you out here. Uh, now they're talking about, dude, you get a car, you got to have an eight-year loan uh, just to get the payment to be nine hundred, a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, I'm a. I'm a buyer and driver of Toyota Corollas. It's just a. It's, it's if you just say the word car, that's kind of what you envision. There's been more Toyota Corollas made than any other car in human history. It's just the cheapest per dollar per mile, and so that's what I buy, especially with my previous job driving. And I think in 2001, Joe, I brought I bought a brand new 2001 Corolla. I had warranty and everything on it. I had I don't know a couple hundred miles on it. I think eleven thousand, twelve thousand dollars. That's just a Toyota Corolla. Today, I think that you're looking at twenty five. 26000 for a Toyota Corolla, Joe. Yeah, base model, right? Yeah, no bells base or model. whistles on that thing. Hey, we're going to be right back. We're going to talk about oil when we return. 800-951-0592. Uh, still got uh, p- platinum, still available. Keep buying it. Uh, remember, Jason and I issuing an all-out Buy. We don't do this maybe maybe once every couple of years. Uh, this is a, like a rhodium situation in the past. Uh, this is something where uh, we expect one of what we call them the other metals, right? So you have palladium, platinum, rhodium, kind of the other metals. Uh, when we feel that there is a significant Two things have to happen for these all-out buys. Number one, it has to be, in our opinion, significantly undervalued. Obviously, platinum fits that. I mean, platinum historically uh, is more expensive than gold. Almost always. And, and, and only a couple of times in the last 50 years, outside of the last few years, had that ever happened. And it was only for a brief period of time. This is by far the longest stretch where platinum has been uh, below gold. And really, when you think about it, it's like $800 below gold right now. And then the next major factor, supply. And part of the reason that that platinum got so low is it was extremely in oversupply territory uh, and there was a lot of factors involved with that. Those factors are gone. In matter of fact, uh, we're anticipating a major supply deficit for 2023. So we think there's going to be a big upside here. Uh, this is one of those plays where you add some ounces, uh, wait for the pop to happen, and then turn around and, and trade it for some more silver or trade it for some more gold or, or just sell it and take the profits. Uh, but we've got one ounce 
uh, platinum bars. These are going to be Johnson, Matthew, and Engel hard bars, so the best of the best. Uh, they're at $1,150. And then we have the one-ounce platinum eagle. That is a U.S. one-ounce platinum eagle, and that is the coin. Uh, those are at $1,200 right now at 800 9510592 now i don't think this is going to be like when we did it with rhodium you know rhodium was 5 6 700 dollars and it went to like 30,000 at the high right now you know rhodium's like at 10 grand uh that's kind of what i would say is 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 still a little high but you know f fairly valued uh but i do expect platinum uh, a, a doubling of the price here jason uh, very much in the cards yeah, rhodium is, uh, if I remember right, Joe, it's, it's really, there's not really such a thing as a rhodium mine. It's, it's kind of a byproduct uh, with a platinum and palladium. And I think it's South Africa and, and Russia are like the two major mines for rhodium. And so it's just very volatile. There's just, it's hard to get, just very rare. Platinum yeah. is, like you've said before, Joe, there's less of it than gold. And it's, it's kind of a, uh, it's a head scratcher, you know, what's going on with platinum over the last few years. Uh, we haven't offered it very many times, but when we've offered it. We've got a lot, a lot of sales because people uh, understand that if it's a buy and hold and you wait just a little bit, and right now this may be the last period of time before uh, platinum uh, rejoins its value versus gold. Uh, you're supposed to buy it, you buy it when it's cheap, Joe, and buy it when nobody else is buying it, right? Yeah, absolutely. 800-951-0592. You know, last week we had a big build in crude oil, uh, but then we found out, Oh, wait, they're still releasing oil out of the strategic oil reserve. And then all of a sudden, late, I want to say Friday and Monday, they're talking, oh, we're going to start refilling it. Well, it's Wednesday. We get oil inventory every week. This time, a huge supply deficit, about 6 million barrels, which just kind of tells you, in my opinion, they, they underestimated last week, overestimated, you know, kind of, the two probably washed each other out. But here's what was interesting. Down 6 million, and they still pumped out almost 4 million barrels out of the strategic reserve last week. So if you didn't pump that out, what are we talking about? Down 10 million barrels? I mean, that's just not sustainable. And I find it interesting that they, they're talking about, oh, we're going to refill it. And yet, Every week they're still taking it out. The the low, you know, obviously every week we set a new low water mark since we began filling the thing uh, back in the seventies. I think we're down to like nineteen eighty two levels or something like that. Uh, but again, crude's up. You know, crude's on, crude oil right now almost seventy nine dollars a barrel. Uh, if China reopens, which the, well, they are reopening, it's slow going, but they are reopening. In uh, this cold air, we'll see. We're going to need big, big demand destruction, I guess is my point. We haven't seen enough of it yet because we're still down uh, 6 million barrels. Yeah, Joe, it makes me wonder what was being said when uh, Joe Biden uh, went over to Saudi Arabia earlier this year. I, I'm sure there was something was agreed to at that point, which is uh, uh, contributing to what we're seeing now. It's It's pretty obvious to me. Yeah, this is, and again, we talked about this a little bit yesterday on the half-empty cup between not building refineries, uh, you know, they, we talk about energy independence, uh, that's just not the case. We're producing about 12.5 million barrels of oil a day, which is, by the way, right near the all-time record high. So I think, uh, I think the all-time high, 
we I think one week we got to like twelve point eight million, but twelve point five that's like we're we're at record oil production here in the US. The problem is we consume almost twenty million, nineteen million uh in change. Obviously we get the most of that comes from Canada and Mexico. Uh, but the realities are, even if we wanted to produce more oil, we can't refine it. Matter of fact, a lot of the oil we're producing now, we actually have to ship somewhere else because we don't have the refining capacity here because we don't build new refiners. I mean, we did b- build one in North Dakota, but it only does 20,000 barrels. I mean, that's like, I mean, uh, unfortunately, I know 20,000, that's a lot of barrels, but not really. Well, that's, that sounds like something for supply chains is what that sounds like, something to, to, to shore up the supply chains. Why do I get the feeling, Joe, that the deal that, was, that I'm referring to is probably, hey, uh, uh, you're Joe Biden. You, uh, you hold on to those dollars, and uh, we'll buy your oil. Why do I think that's what the, the play is here, and why do I think we're going to well, continue it, to import oil here? I want to ask everybody out there, listen, we could be paying 99 cents a gallon for, for gas right now. Absolutely could. Would you would would you rather pay? And again, think about this. And I know gas prices have come down, right? They're three. I think I filled up yesterday for less than three fifty. Okay, so that's been the, the cheapest here in Arizona in quite some time. But we've drained the strategic oil reserve, right? We're we're not keeping up, and and, and I think this is going to come to light here. Uh, this is probably the calm before the storm because in the winter we do see demand go down because it's cold. Like, like Jason said, hey, no one's going to drive in Colorado tomorrow because it's going to be freezing out there. What if we just had built more refining capacity and you could pay 99 cents? Would you be for that? I would be. But, hey, they're not. So there you go. We'll be back. Pick Radio News Hour. 800-951-0592, Patriot News Hour, Joe and Jason here on this Wednesday. Remember, tomorrow will be our last show. Uh, we're really excited. Uh, today may be our first uh, new uh, YouTube video. Things go, well, may not, may not. We may have a hiccup or two, but but we're really confident that if it, is, if it isn't today's show, uh, it's going to be tomorrow's show, uh, so uh, it'll be pretty interesting. Uh, we're excited about it. We're still working things out, and, and we'll keep making it better uh, as we go along. Uh, how about this, uh, the layoff? So first FedEx said, yeah, we're going to cut another billion dollars. Uh, then Tesla today, uh, which already it said, hey, we're going to let go 10% of our workforce, uh, saying that they've instituted a hiring freeze and that they are going to have another round of layoffs in the first quarter of 2023. So, Jason, we've had two pretty big companies, Tesla and, and, and FedEx, both announcing, hey, we're going to be swinging that axe again in the first quarter of next year. Yeah, you know, it's interesting uh, with the, the recession that's I think is in, it, it's, it's happening now, but it's going to be even worse next year. The tech companies tend to tend to be kind of a leading factor when it comes to because when you can't buy stuff, Joe, with the inflation on top of it, when you can't buy stuff, the, the first thing you cut back is on non-essentials. And there's a lot of non-essential uh, tech stuff that you don't need, so uh, they tend to see it first. So it's it's coming, Joe. This is a huge indicator. Yeah, and, and we're watching these things, and I think this is something where uh, 
uh, a lot of the carnage that we're anticipating in 2023 is because that layoff axe is going to be swinging a lot more pervasively than what we've seen right now. And, you know, and again, the Philadelphia Fed, let's remember, the Philadelphia Fed last week said, hey, you know what? We may have a problem in the uh, the BLM number, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the BLS, I'm sorry, the Bureau of Labor Statistics number. Hey, we may have been overstating the amount of job growth. Uh, but again, maybe they have, maybe they haven't. I think everybody out there, there's a lot of hiring going on. Now, a lot of that hiring has stopped, but there's still jobs out there. Uh, but they're getting harder and harder to come by. And Jason and I both really think that the after the Christmas holiday here, we're going to, don't be surprised in the vast majority of earnings announcements that are going to come out for the fourth quarter. You're going to hear company after company. Uh, we're going to hear hiring freezes. We're going to hear layoffs. Uh, Jason's already pointed out a lot of businesses, hey, the overtime went away, right? Or, hey, I was working 40 but now I'm only working 32, and all of those things matter. That's exactly right, Joe. And then something I've mentioned a few times, I want to get your get your comment on, which is these. Uh, you know, we reported these record amounts of warehouses being built. I I mentioned a few days ago or last week that I was driving up and I up and down I-25 doing some stuff with my wife. A warehouse here, warehouse there. There's tons of warehouses being built, and then. Uh, California along the coastline. Remember all those ships that were sitting out in the ocean? And while on in California, they're building records amounts of warehouses. And I, I think two things: one, they need to store more stuff. Number two, uh, modernization. You know, you have to have these robotic warehouses. So you have all these other warehouses burning down. Then I saw this yesterday, Joe, a report about how full the warehouses. All these warehouses are full. I even see WalMarts are building extra storage on the back of some of their super centers. Everything's full. This one, this one company, and I can't forget which company it was. I was watching this video, Joe. They they said to their uh, distributors, "We can't accept the stuff you're sending, even if you give it to us for free. There's nowhere to put it, and now storing it costs three times as much. Can you imagine that? There's, there's nowhere to put the stuff. That shows you that yeah, everything's you know, slowing and, down. And, too. and warehouse space is the cheapest space around, right? Because warehouse space is, hey, build the shell, right? Give me the four walls, put the roof on it, right? Hey, I don't need anything else. I don't need offices. You know, we need a bathroom. Uh, but that's really about it. It's the cheapest space. But to your point, that cheap space is three times more expensive than it used to be. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. The more, let's just put it this way. When we're talking about gold and silver, the, the bigger the job cut axe swings, the higher the prices are going to go because this is going to, this is really, the job cuts is really what's going to determine the, the, the pace of rate hikes and, and, and really the slowing of the rate hikes. Uh, if the job cut acts is really big, we, the Fed's going to wrap it up quicker, uh, than a lot of people anticipate. If it's, if it's more drawn out, Right then, Jason, maybe we get to the middle of the year uh, before they're done. I, I, I said it last week. That was my, two weeks ago, that was my stance. The Fed was going to raise, May was going to be the last rate hike. I've taken that off the table. After what I've been seeing, I think March, 
may be the last rate hike we see. And that's why I'm anticipating a very healthy start for gold and silver in 2023. And then any talk of ending quantitative tightening, any talk of lowering rates, Jason, that just adds to the fire. I think what you're going to see next year, uh, Joe, a lot is going to be uh, things of value are going to hold and go up in value in terms of the price. And then I think things that have less value uh, are going to drop in price. They're going to, the inflation is going to go, go down a little bit next year. And then, you know, the Fed's going to talk about how they're succeeding. But I think what you're going to see is uh, lower value items are going to go together. You have that demand destruction. But quality items, I think, are going to continue to hold the price or even go higher. Uh, that same thing about the uh, the Walmart. The, my wife and I were at Walmart in the uh, clearance section. There was this one of the you know the, the yeah, sometimes they have the wider aisles. The clearance section bled over and it was going down the wider part of the aisle. The clearance section was exploded, full of stuff they they just can't get rid of. Joe, uh, yeah, they want to get rid of it now. They're, they're, they Walmart knows. Everyone knows. If we don't sell it during the holiday, we're probably not going to sell it. That's not a good sign. When we get back, I got a, a little gold special to go along with that platinum. And then, oh, by the way, another country putting gold away. I'll tell you who it is next. Final segment here, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason, uh, the Dow still up about 500 points. Uh, the first uh, big up day in, in some time here. Gold and silver just flat today. Uh, Gold's eighteen seventeen, silver twenty four dollars and five cents. Uh, we have the the platinum bars, one ounce platinum bars at eleven fifty. Uh, the platinum eagle, the U.S. platinum eagle, one ounce platinum eagle at at twelve hundred. And then on the gold side today, we've got twenty dollar gold pieces, Liberties or the Saint Gaudens. You know what? We're gonna let you call it. You pick it. You can get some of each. You can get all saints. You can get all libs. Whatever you want to do. Uh, Twenty seventy five at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. And Jason, Australia's sovereign wealth fund. Uh, they are now the latest in adding gold into their portfolio. And listen to this in an eight-page note. Now listen. Eight pages is, is way more than a note to me. But in an eight-page note, here's what they said. For the last four decades, the investment tailwinds included falling interest rates and taxes. Right? Of course, taxes were mostly for business and stock companies. Energy abundance and the growing globalization driven by China's rise. They're now saying that world is over. It's now a world corrosive to asset prices. More war. The risk of capital controls and confiscation. Listen, they're just flat out telling you what they're going to do. This is their sovereign wealth fund talking about capital controls, talking about confiscation. Jason, bigger government. And lastly, that specter that we've been telling everybody, listen, inflation's just going to be a lot hotter and a lot higher than, than people realize it's going to be. We're not going back to 2%. That's a bunch of nonsense. And Jason, listen, I couldn't say it better. 
This is Australia Sovereign Wealth Fund saying, hey, by the way, uh, yeah, we're buying gold now because here's, here's all the reasons. Joe, and, and you're looking at inflation now that we're going to have multiple years of higher inflation. We're, we're, we're adding the numbers up, as I've, I've, I've done a couple of times. And, you know, it's if bad enough you have 7% of their CPI, but if it's added on to the 7% the year before, it gets worse every single year, Joe. I, I'm, I'm right, seeing right, it all right, around right. me. I, I, we, yeah, family, it's, friends, uh, you know, acquaintances, people I'm talking to, customers, listeners. And uh, this, the squeeze is, is getting tighter and tighter. I think 2023 gets a lot tighter, Joe. 7% last year, 7% this year. Let's just say we get to 5%, right? And that's what they're admitting to. And re- remember, every time we talk about inflation, I've yet to find a company that said inflation was only 7%. I try. I try to find it, right? What, what did we do yesterday? Was it General Mills? General Mills, inflation for our stuff, 17%. But you start adding these up. All of a sudden, hey, three years, you've lost 20% of your money to inflation. Jason, it's ridiculous. It's absurd. And no wonder why the Australian Sovereign Wealth Fund says, hey, you better start buying gold. Yeah, it, it, every year it gets worse. If, if you have a $100 item and it's 10% inflation, that's 110 If it's another 10% the next year, that's 11 the next year. Right. See, it, it climbs the ladder, doesn't it, Joe? Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Look for this video out on YouTube coming to you shortly. Jason and I, though, we're coming right back with the half-empty cup. Jump, jump over to thirteen sixty kgncom and follow us there. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.